we are steeped in a season of contradictions. Lights glitter from nearly every structure. And what of those inflatable Santas, snow globes, elves, and reindeer on so many lawns? A little shiver runs through our pre-electric light primordial selves. The ancient human family viewed this time of year with great trepidation. They lit fires for warmth and light and wondered what the winter would bring. No longer concerned with a lack of food and shelter during the freezing winter months, or as I have come to experience winter in San Antonio, a real chill in the air prompts winter hats and gloves, parkas. You and I turn on central heat, get out a fleece-lined jacket, and wait for the weather report, which often informs us of a return to unexpected higher temperatures. All of these indicators of the intensification of the effects of global warming and climate change throughout the globe. This is a season that mysteriously brings together death and birth. Death of the old season, the old year, the growth from last summer's garden, and the birth of new light after December 21st. And it brings with it a birth of a new community that is formed as we turn inward with the season reflecting and waiting with great expectation and hope. Thanks be to God, Advent is a season when if we are really in tune with the natural world, we learn once again that darkness may be fruitful. The darkness of the soil where the hidden seed sleeps, or the darkness of the womb nurturing the new life enfolded within it. This is the darkness of gestation, the darkness in which creative spirit begins to make the first silent stirrings of form and flesh. Yes, we are those who are called to celebrate the miraculous compatibility of the divine with the human as we rejoice in the incarnation in God's life being revealed to us once again in a babe born in Bethlehem, of a God who desires to be birthed into human history as one of us, taking on human nature from the inside out, if you will. In one of my favorite books about the Advent season and Christmas and Epiphany, the author Megan McKenna writes about Advent. She says, Advent is the season of hope, the time of dreamers in the daylight, of prophets and revolutionaries of nonviolent belief. It begins with a stirring vision of God's hopes for humankind and all creation, so much so that the whole of creation signals the presence of the divine in the world with us. The readings of Advent are intended to tear us out of our ruts, 
out of the usual pattern of our days and out of the narrow confines of our history. They are meant to startle us, awaken us to infinite possibilities, and claim our souls and lives for the work of recreation, restoration, and deep transformation. Those are the call of Advent. And today, on this third Sunday of the season of Advent, it comes just in time for every one of us. This third Sunday of Advent, we are reminded, invited, and dare I say, even compelled to be people of joy. So often, we are robbed of joy in these days, in days of what we think is darkness, absent of light. But we are called and compelled really to see in the darkness itself the joy and infinite possibilities that are alive, alive within us, waiting to be birthed, not in spite of the darkness, but because of the darkness itself, the gift it is. We are given the scriptures that require of us a certain courage to experience and the boldness to receive all the gifts that the darkness itself would give us. Birthed from the darkness into the light that only exists in primary and complementary relationship between darkness and light. It's not a, a choice of one over the other. It is a gift of both and in our lives. Since the fourth century, this Sunday is referred to as Gaudete Sunday. Rejoice. We hear it in the reading from Philippians, a call to rejoice. And we hear it also in the prophet Zephaniah. Those words spoken to us. Sing aloud, sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart. The Lord is in your midst. The Lord will exult over you with loud singing. I will bring you home, says the Lord. I will gather you. I will restore you. No doubt these are promises that you and I need to take to heart over and over and over again in our lives. But these are promises that are trustworthy and true. Advent calls us to rejoice in the darkness as well as in the light. And Advent reminds us of the significance of all times of waiting and expectation and reminds us of the truth that we never wait alone, that in all the complexities of our lives, none of us need ever give ourselves over to fear or isolation or a sense of abandonment. Because in truth, in the truth that comes from the assurances and promises of our God, we are never alone in our fear, we are never alone in our grief, alone in our struggles, or even alone with the joy in our hearts. Just as the first Sunday of Advent speaks powerfully of apocalyptic times, and just as the Reverend Margaret Bullet Jonas reminded us that the very root of the word apocalypse 
comes from an uncovering, an unveiling. So too we come to this third Sunday of Advent to see the joy that is also in our hearts. Today we are invited to unveil and live into that joy that is growing even in the darkness. The reading from Philippians says it most distinctly and directly. It's a command in uh, the Philippians reading, and not a suggestion. Rejoice in the Lord, always. Again, I say, rejoice. And the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Even the gospel before us today, which upon first and fast and superficial reading seems ominous, it is anything but ominous and foreboding or judgmental or hopeless. For the central message of this gospel text is the work of justice and peacemaking that is absolutely inherent in our faith in Jesus Christ. This is a text that appoints us, appoints us as messengers of hope, doers and workers and agents of justice, of sharing, of generosity, of the proclamation of hope that is God's promises to us. Such is the one who will baptize us and has already with the Holy Spirit and fire, a passion, a passion for God's promises and a passion for the vision of the kingdom of God that we are charged in creating with our God in this world. The fire of love, of justice, of mercy, the fire of love in our flesh and our bone. My friends, God has already fulfilled the promises of Advent for us in the birth of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. There is victory in the darkness just as there is in the light. And even the psalmist declares, darkness is not dark to you. The night and the day are both alike. So today we light the pink candle, the Gaudete candle, the candle of joy. We are commanded to live in hope, in joyful expectation of a second coming of Christ, not to live in fear and foreboding, but as people who live with the courage to expect and the boldness to receive all that the divine desires for all of creation, for you in your life, for me in mine, for ours together. We are to be the companions of those who are mourning, the doers of justice for those who are hungry, the workers of compassion for those whose spirits are sad and grieving. And we await the second coming to live as people of love, of peace and of justice, compassion and faith, just as that text from our gospel today. Megan McKenna describes it this way, Advent is a season for midwives and those who give birth to hope and peace. It feeds on dreams and visions, words of promise and stories of the divine's original hopes for all creation. What needs to be born in you? 
For what truly are you longing? How can you be a midwife of hope and healing, of reconciliation? And how are you called to be an agent of justice in this world? May you and I, on this third Sunday of Advent, value the darkness and the growth that comes from darkness as much as we value the light. And may we, who are here this day, leave this place having been fed from this table. May you and I be renewed in our courage and boldness to live joyfully, each and every one of us as, mid as midwives of hope, of justice and love in Jesus' name. May we carry with us from this place the dream and visions of the divine for the reparation and the recreation of the world. Amen.